It's that time again. It's time to thank you, the ice cream truck drivers. The ice cream truck drivers, those are the people that deliver that fucking ice cream straight to your fucking ear holes. Right now, I'd like to thank Frankie, Sticky Scoop, Fifi, Elk and Magic Scoop, Dr. Scoop Little, Dirty Old Scoop, and Dead Laszlo. If you want to be an ice cream truck driver, head over to preachingfun.com. That is where you can go to sign up to be an ice cream truck driver. And who knows? The life you save may be your own. And now, a program. Hey, Johnny. Audio program. Do you want to go to an ice On cream the social? Yeah. yeah, I'd love to. Great. Let's go. Remember when we started this and we had to explain to people what a podcast was after we said we do a podcast? Now there's like a hit show about people making it. Is yeah. there? Only Murders in the Book. Oh, that's right. That is what that entire show is about. It's a good show. It's my favorite show. Yeah. It's time for Matt Donnelly's Ice Cream Social City Cross from me in Pittsburgh is Paul Mattingly. In Las Vegas, that's Mr. Matt Donnelly. On the mountain dials, Jacob the Audio Guy. Oh, I love that guy. We're preaching fun. In the turn with us, a special guest today, Evitia Dakini is here. Hallelujah. <laughs> we did it. We did it. She's arrived. Um, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm okay. You want the you want the honest answer or do you want the the empty? No, oh, the honest answers. answer is the oh, is the oh, interesting no, answer. Yeah. Honest, no, answer honest. honest answer, I'm at about sixty percent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You but just that's did a good. crazy that's an optimistic. You go off and do crazy weekends. I do. Of stuff. You're you're uh, what, what what type of performer? how do you describe uh, the type of performer you are? Um, you know, the normal stuff. I'm a stripper on roller skates who lights their tits on fire and plays with a Jesus puppet. <laughs> okay. So the full version is the way the to go. Full version. So very similar to how I describe myself. That old yeah. chestnut. Yeah. yeah. Who wore it best is coming at the end of the episode. Right, right. <laughs> um, it's Spoiler, it's not me. I think the first time I saw you perform actually was with our guests coming out. Matt Morgan and Heidi were running some kind of like variety circus downtown. I think you saw you do like a roller skating act in that. Correct. That was the Princess Wendy show, I believe. Yes. Yeah, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, and that was the first time. Was that the first time you came on the scene in Vegas? No. Actually, the first performance that I did where I got any notable recognition was when Scott Neary came out to do Booby Trap. That's right. And it's like a touring show, right? Uh, Not it really. Do, it's, it... it's, it's primarily Los Angeles. Okay. And so that was the first and only time he brought it out here. Oh, that's right. And then you, because that's the one where you have four minutes and it will literally like shut the stage off on you in yeah, four minutes. Yeah, it's a bit right? of a gong element to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and uh, how was that show for you? It was fantastic, actually. It was the show that um, kind of steamrolled more performances here in Vegas for me because it was, you know, a lot of the who's who of our entertainment scene. Was yeah, yeah. There. It was Amazing Jonathan before he passed was in that. Yeah, and it, interestingly, I, I've known of Amazing Jonathan for a long time, but yeah. I didn't recognize him in the green room. And I'm all, hi, I'm a Vizia. And he's, <laughs> he just seemed so disinterested in me. And I was like, okay, whatever, you know, don't take it personally. And then it wasn't until he came out on stage and they announced him and they're like, Amazing Jonathan. And I'm like, I am such a doofus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when did you first start coming up with your, your kind of more outlandish variety stuff? Or when did you first start playing with fire, I guess, is the first question. So fire dancing came in uh, 98. Okay. The, when I first started playing around with fire. And it was in 2001 that I started going on stage with it. Okay. Uh, and you just were into it? Just thought it'd be cool? I was. I was at a rainbow gathering in mm-hmm. Montana. And we were, you know, walking around in the middle of the forest and yeah. I heard a drum circle and people cheering and I was 
you know, you know, a moth to flames. And as we got closer, I saw this girl spinning poi and this crowd around her just cheering. And I was locked in. And I thought to myself, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think it would be a career. It was just a fascination. Oh, so just artistically driven. Totally. And so the you saw next... it. You said it looks neat. Let's try it. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. And so the next day, I got a pair of practice poi and didn't know what I was doing. So define poi, poi. Other, other than the the <laughs> like the root vegetable in Hawaii. Well, but they're connected. Okay. So um, traditionally, um, the poi from Hawaii, the you know Polynesia. Mm-hmm. Um, how they would mash it up is they would put it on a rope and they would actually smash it on a log or a rock. And that's oh. how they would come up with the mash. And so the dance was derived from that. So oh. it was the spinning. And then they're, you know, they're like, yeah, let's let's make this into something. It's a potato smash dance. It's a potato dance. smash yeah. dance. That's almost every time yeah. I see it now. Yeah, well, that's just a potato was, smash dance. That was, you know, kind of a diluted version of the story that was explained to me when sure. I first started. Um, a mashed version, if a you will. A mashed version, <laughs> yes. No. Um, so that's how the movement, at a least A Julianne version. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> An au gratin version. <laughs> all right, go. Name other potatoes. <laughs> Wait for Paul. That's why I figured he'd be Sweet all over. Sweet potato. <laughs> there you go. Eyes. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, no. Oh, come on. No. Because I remember, uh, I told you that. I was with, with friends that, uh, up in Portland, um, and I had to fly home. They're like, oh, you're flying home a day too early. We're, we're going to Sinferno tomorrow night. And there's this girl there. She has tattoos where she looks like she's sewn together. She's on a roller skate. She's this crazy shit with flames. I was like, I know her. She's a friend of mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, no way. They were, they were, they were, it, was, it was one of the biggest flexes I got to pull. I was like, I know. I know. It. Oh. That, is, that is one of the great <laughs> benefits of our business is people are like, I saw this great person. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm all friends with her. Yeah, she's, she's awesome. Yeah, she, her yeah. acts her act, her act are fucking great. But it's not the, even not the first time it's happened. People who see you just re- – you, you make yourself very memorable to people when they see you. Yeah, you don't unsee it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I think is funny because I don't know if you know this, but they came out with these eye drops called Evesia, or they probably pronounce it Evesia like mm-hmm. it's in the eyeball. Mm. And people started sending me photos of this eye drop that yeah. was on the shelves. And I was like, that is hilarious because when you watch me perform, you're going to need that yeah. to flush it all out of your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so how many uh, – do you know uh, – do you, do you keep count? Like is there an amount of acts that you do? Oh, um, as far as themes and costumes go, there's easily over – 25-ish. Okay. Wow. So when you go off for a weekend, how do you decide what you're going to do? Um, I kind of look at the demographic and see which which part of the country I'm going to because you usually don't take Jesus to the south. <laughs> 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 um, and even like the producers are like, we really love it, but we just don't know about our audience. Mm-hmm. Um, don't it, take Jesus to the south. Sounds like a great country song. Don't yeah. take, yes. <laughs> I think it's funny that like, I'm going to this like, uh, a burlesque or nearly naked uh, performance with fire and stuff, but you bring out Jesus, like, wait a minute, I draw the line. Right. Yeah. It's like but when it a bad happen. guy in the movie kills a dog. Yeah. Like the, yeah. It just turns the audience off. They're like, yeah. nope. Do you well, kill any dogs in your ex? I do not. Oh, you shouldn't do that in the South either. No, I yeah. definitely not. And also, when I get booked for burlesque shows doing my Jesus performance, yeah. Um, people are like, we thought we're going to see burlesque. And you're like, no, you're going to see something else. And I actually opened a burlesque show with this, with my Jesus puppet performance. Yeah, yeah. 
And the audience, they, they didn't know what was going on. And I was like, you know what? And I told the producer, I said, I'm not a good opener with this. Well, how yeah. do you follow but I that? Love you don't. That's right. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> no, that's a closer. That's yeah. a closer. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, have you gotten in trouble with Jesus stuff doing that bit? No, I had some, you know, many years ago, I've heard of people walking out of you know, after or during my show while I was, you know, doing it. But it was in a strip club. And so they were like, we didn't come here for this. And it's like, well, what did you come for? Right. You know? Because <laughs> there's that also. Don't make me yeah. say it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's coming right back up. Right. Like, that's right around so, the corner. I mean, I, yeah. I definitely know that I've offended some people with it. But interestingly... The people who get the most enthusiastic are people who grew up in very religious families. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes like sense. It. Yeah, and it's they come up to me and they're them. like, "Oh my gosh, I was raised, you know, Catholic and Christian, and this was the coolest thing ever." Or they tell me about their experience with, you know, Jesus Christ Superstar Musical, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> they, and they just want to. It's like a confession, it's like as basically. close to better than cats as it gets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> better than yeah. cats. Um, well, that's good. I saw yeah. Godspell once, and your act really moved me. <laughs> no, I'm sure no it's a very cathartic. It's a very cathartic piece for uh, people who have been indoctrinated for years and years. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure it's very uh, re- a relief to see that kind of expression. Yeah, I saw you post a clip the other day with a, a old man mask on. What is that act? The old man mask. What did I? What did I post? Did I do something? No, that's just a mask. You know, that's yeah. just something just I you have. You fucking around? Yeah. Okay. Um, old man mask. Well, yeah, I, I've collected many masks over the mm-hmm. years, and um, you're shoving your feet in people's faces. Oh, no, okay. Man. So that's sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to jump that the punchline. That actually, old man that mask. Okay. Is the the kind of first half of the Jesus puppet act. So I believe oh, okay. you've only seen the puppet part of it, right? So there's a long version of the performance mm-hmm. um, where I come out and I do this like multi-mask, multi-clothing um, reveal. Okay. And that actually came about um, when I was booked for a burlesque show back in, you know, early like 2000, uh, I want to say like 10, 11, 12, somewhere around there. Yeah. And they said, oh, we, we want you to do two songs. And I was scrambling like, what am I going to do? How do I like start out my, you know, Jesus puppet performance? And then I just was like, well, I'm going to put on all these masks and then all these clothes and, you know, layer by layer and then remove them. And that's how that first part of the performance developed. Oh, okay. So, and people, I, when they book me, I give them the option, the full length or, you know, just the puppet version. Got and, it. and they requested that. So, mm, uh, you know, putting my foot in someone's mouth is uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, Bonus. you know, I just see what I can get away with. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't gross you out? Not much grosses me out. <laughs> uh, you have uh, on your arm what Adam Savage does too, and Jacob, you've talked about this, uh, the ruler. You have a tattooed ruler on your arm. I do. Uh, does that come in handy? Uh, quite often, actually. Um, mostly like nuts and bolts. I know what you're thinking, and yes, I have. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I have a photo to document it, but um, <laughs> but uh, mostly I've asked it's... you not to share that photo anymore. <laughs> it's, it's just, no, you... just for ridicule purposes. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, um, it's just intimidating. You, it's just intimidating. reminded you how tiny your penis is. Have a good day. Yes, 
They're like, yeah, I'm a solid six. Really? Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I do reference it quite a bit. Nice. Nice. Uh, do the tattoos come before or during your, your time as a performer? Before. I was, I wanted a tattoo when I was a teenager. And yeah. my, my first tattoo that I wanted, I was a huge Simpsons fan. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to get this Bart Simpson back piece. <laughs> <laughs> I... I love that. That's- <laughs> Paul is a giant Simpsons Paul's just fan. Jealous. Are you okay? So, Paul, you would be the only person on this planet who would look at me with that back piece nowadays and be like, "That's cool." And I would be like, "I'm getting it removed." No, <laughs> no, no. It's it's coming back around. We're 35 years, 36 years now. This is this. It's the ultimate. After we're done You're recording, after we're done recording, I don't want to mess now, but I'll I'll take you on a quick little tour. Of my massive Simpsons collection. Let's do it. Can, I'm excited. You can kind of see a little bit in the corner there. Kodos and Kang hanging a, a out. a giant collection but, uh, of Simpsons yeah, memorabilia. It's, it's massive. I'll show you. Yeah. Amazing. Love the Simpsons. There's also a pile of toilet what's paper your, behind Paul as well. So what was the, the image that you were going for with the Bart back piece? Was it, it? There was no image. I was a You were just going to have Bart. I was, conf- I was confused. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That worked. This is a time when when you're trying to figure, you know, you're trying to discover your identity. Right. And who yes. am I and who am I as an adult? And in my mind, <laughs> adult me with a Bart Simpson back piece was cool. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean, I'm still the one guy who's like, yeah, that is that is the coolest. You can do you have a back piece? I don't I don't have any tats. I'm too Let's do it. I'm too obsessed <laughs> with my my many collections and obsessions that if I got one, it would just be illustrated man in like three years. What if you, you, could, got... you could take Paul to get a tattoo when he's in town for Scoop Fest. Yeah. Yes. How about that? What if we got a tattoo on your back of a um, like a bookshelf, right? And then you can just put your different characters on your own bookshelf. <laughs> oh, there you go. I mean, that's what book. I this have. This is a good idea. That's what I have what throughout my idea? basement. It's all just bookshelves and action figures and collectibles. That's exactly. all it is. It's just what about just getting a tattoo of Bart Simpson's back on your back? Yeah. So we just like we just like tattoo your Bart back Simpson yellow. Has a back and then uh, uh and then on his back is a tattoo of you. But you're not you don't have a tattoo of you on your back. You have Bart Simpson as a tattoo of you on your back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a mirror inside a mirror inside a mirror. Bartception yeah. precisely. <laughs> Bartception's a good one. That could be and a then, really uh, interesting tattoo. Would be great for you, Paul. Is that that means you'd just be always sloppily hiking up the back of your shirt everywhere? Yeah, you yeah, that'd be so off. fun to just be like, hey, "Let me show. Oh, look at this." <laughs> I mean, that is like the the first picture of your Tinder profile, right there. Definitely, yeah, definitely. I always, I was uh, doing a, uh, I was on set. Uh, our friend Sarah Star Ross was shooting a music video, mm-hmm. and I was on set and uh, had a sweatshirt on. And also, they're like, uh, "No, no sweatshirt. Just go with a t shirt you have underneath." I said, "Okay," and then I. Even though we've talked about it, I wrenched the shirt up over my shoulders awkwardly. Like, yep. like I was like, "No, hot guys go from the bottom and they take it from the bottom and pull up." Especially when you got a shirt under the shirt, yeah, you're yeah. having to separate the shirts out. Yeah, so I did it wrong, and I'm hiking. I'm showing my back fat while I'm right. getting it all out. I have to hike my shirt back down, and everyone watching me on set. And I was like, "Oh, I did. I should have taken my shirt off like a hot person." Yeah, I didn't. I failed. Hey, go so hot I fa- person. I, as I you self esteem, as you went through your tattoo journey. Did you have a plan of attack at a certain point or did you just go for it? Like I've heard a lot of people talking about tattoos. There's lots of different, um, you know, opinions on how and when. And some people are like, just get a tattoo. You might regret it. Who cares? It's going to be significant of a time and a place and a memory. Just do it. Or did you have like some very 
you know, designated, I have to have this image because of this or what, what is that journey for you? Is it, is it a marking of time and space? Is it just memories? Is it, uh, you know, favorite things? What is it? Did you have a storyboard put together beforehand? No, no storyboard. I ended at Bart. Um, It's actually all three of those. (laughs) Um, My early tattoos always had to have some sort of meaning to them. So I had like a big, deep story behind it. And then I reached a point where I was like, they don't have to make any sense. And there doesn't have to be a reason. Right. So I started getting stupid tattoos. Like, um, (laughs) Did that happen? Did you get tired of explaining them? Um. Was that yeah. was that part of that trans- transition of, as well? Kind of. Okay. Like yeah. I remember one time I was working with a girl. Uh, uh, we were we were we were waiters, and she had this tattoo on her uh, like uh, foot, and she but she was wearing shoes that like a, a, a shoe that exposed the top of her foot. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, neat. Is uh, are you a New Orleans Saints fan? Because it was like one of those fleur de lis, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I got it because my friend who died and like started like bursting into tears. Oh, I was like, God. <laughs> Why did I? It's didn't, always tricky to ask people like, about I, tattoos. You know what? Though working? she put that there. <laughs> right. That's what oh, I, I agree. put that there. I agree. <laughs> it's like I didn't know if you could just. I, you, who has a tattoo that you can't ask? Like, don't ask questions. Right. Yeah. Never ask. I feel mm-hmm. like it's always going to be a conversation piece, and maybe I have it wrong. Do you get annoyed by it? No, I get asked um, brilliant and idiotic questions all the time. <laughs> oh, we're so, going to need an example of, of each. Yeah. 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 And, an example of each. Yeah. Um, well, with uh, one of the stupidest things is when somebody, after getting off stage, said, oh, you know, I was, I was skating. And they uh-huh. go, oh, do you do that professionally? Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I just did uh, it. Uh, 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 um, just now. <laughs> Do they, they, they think you're like a roller hockey player or something? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> like what, what's the other job? Oh, and they ask me, um, do I work at Sonic or did I work at Sonic? What's that? Oh, it's the roller, roller skating, skating thing. Burger oh, delivery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good conversation the car starter right there. Yeah. See, that's where I learned as a bartender when you can't get that dumb question out of your head, you rephrase it and you say, "I bet, I bet you're sick of people making dumb Sonic." comments to you all the time oh right? yeah and that's my way of still doing the same dumb sonic comment, <laughs> but like giving you and me a little bit of credit but i still can't get it out of my brain so i have to say it well you know i'm i'm fascinated with the way people think and how you know like why are you asking this question i, I kind of go like a little deeper with that mm-hmm. yeah so i try to give honest answers mm. to even what I kind of think are stupid questions, but it's not stupid to that person. No. Like maybe they're genuinely So you have more empathy than I do. Or yeah. I, I am a very I think they're a stupid person. person. <laughs> but, um, you know, also there's this kind of layer to it where as a performer, um, all, people are often intimidated to come speak to you. Mm. And so you, you have to factor in the fact, you know, that... They're intimidated. They're intimidated and it takes courage. So them asking a dumb question or maybe trying to be funny... Yeah. Is like their version of breaking the ice and trying right. to look cool and impressive. That's a good point. Also, that. then also points to it, it's. I think it's more intimidating to talk to you in your performance environment than to talk to me in mine. Yeah, my tits are out. <laughs> <laughs> mine are too, but they're less impressive. <laughs> uh, but because uh, uh, I get the Al Borland thing from time to time, and that really annoys me. Most time people say I look like Ricky Gervais, and I like that Al Borland thing. Yeah, people will go like, "Oh, Al Borland, Tim the Tool Man." So especially when I was oh, that's overalls. right. I was like, I know that name from somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. When, yeah. when they say that, do they say, "I'm so sorry, but"? Oh. <laughs> because that's an insult. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but even why advanced. wouldn't you be yeah. sorry? I just I can't get it out of my head. You look like this hideous person. I know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right? 
Well, I mean, if you if you're sitting on Al Borland money, that's one thing. Yeah. Well, when it used to have when I was with the overalls, and then, you think he's rolling in it. Oh, dude, he's definitely rolling in dude. it. Th- okay. Are you kidding me? That, those, I, those those uh, uh, home improvement ten, reruns ten are still seasons, going. Yeah, and it's oh, still shit. everywhere. Is that long? Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, I would have guessed two. He's doing no, fine. Oh, and no. Those, yeah. the, Tim Allen was at the... One of those right, kids well. just got arrested. So I think that his profit share just went up by a, a, a quarter or whatever. Because oh, that, okay. that kid's not getting any Not JTT, anymore. the other kid. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. yeah. The other the one. The young one or the old one? The old one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But no, no. Tim Allen at one point was cr- crazy highest paid person on television because that show was so popular. Oh, wow. And he wanted to stop doing it. So they gave him something like $60 million a season for the last two seasons of uh, uh, whatever it was called. It's home Improvement. Um, home home improvement. improvement. That's it. Uh, and and so I imagine the rest of the cast must have made a pretty penny on that final, ah. that, mm-hmm. those final two years as well. Uh, but yeah. And then when people do it, I used to say uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't wear overalls. Uh, oh, Nice. He, doesn't. he does. But uh, what I want to say, and I said it once, and it came off as harshly as, as it. I, I really it did the other day, and I really was like, it came out of my mouth because I think it every time. I go, you got to be old to remember that. Ah! And uh, boom! Oh, and that's I a smasher that right out there. Loud, and the person really looked hurt. That's a smasher, <laughs> though. Yeah, but you know what? You got to be ready. Like, Rubber and glue, baby. <laughs> I just was like, it came out of my mouth so fast. And I was like, oh, shit. I just made that person feel like. No, nah, you got garbage. it. You yeah, got I it. Burn. Take that. But I, wasn't the, <laughs> but I wasn't in the overalls. And I think that's why it stung. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't in my overalls. I just was me. That's all. Yeah. And they're like, oh, Al Borland. And I was like, oh, you got to be oh. able to remember that. <laughs> and then it's like. And, uh, See you in the grave. We're not talking anymore. Skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't make a, I did not make a friend. No. <laughs> slowly back away. Yeah, slowly back away. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I just so can't sorry. help that. No. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So you're nicer to people is the bottom line there. Well, I like my job. And I need it. <laughs> Unlike there it you is. who is uh, digging is. deeper and deeper. No. That's why you're more successful than I am. That's true. Uh, yeah, that's why. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we did stop you from telling some stories about your debts that Paul asked earlier. What, what are the stories about in some of them? Um, the stories. Um... Scissors. The scissors. Well, um, I had a clothing business that I actually just shut down uh, uh, about five months ago, and mm-hmm. um, for you know many years, uh, over twenty years. Okay. Um, so you know, like the no- the scissors, and um, if you ever see me naked on stage, you'll see that I have a zipper on my hoo ha, <laughs> um, which I call the snip and zip. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the stitches. Uh, you know, fascination with. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas and, mm. uh, you know, Tim Burton. Sally. All that, all that love for that. Yes, Sally. Okay. Um, but also kind of like going into the, you know, the, the stitched up doll, you know, I'm a, cl- I'm a clothing designer kind of Right. Thing. Did the stitch up, the, 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 you have tattoos that make you look like you're sewn together. I do. Uh, did that come at the same time? A different time? No, it kind of started, I, I had wanted to tattoo like a, the stripe or something down the entire side of my body. Mm. Right. And then I was like, oh, the stitches that I have already had on my arm I thought would look really good there so I got the one side done and then I'm an extremist so <laughs> I was See, like that's let's why do I, the I, other I, side I couldn't possibly because that's then, exactly I'd be like yeah. let's go right. whole thing and then I was like let's do the inside of my legs and someone's like you should get an autopsy and I was like I should <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea <laughs> that's a great idea 
Thank you. Yeah. Right, I take advice from instantly. Yes, <laughs> totally cool. I definitely remember your name. That would be yes. cool. That would be cool. Same artist of them all? No, I've had many artists. Um, yeah, over the years, it depends on the work I want to get done, and I, I try to go to an artist that is particularly good with that style. That's okay. Right. Yeah. Have you seen those tattoos? You have you guys seen those tattoos where uh, there's a? I, I don't know if it's just one guy who really is or gal who's very good at it, but they're able to make the tattoo look as though it's an embroidered patch on your skin. <laughs> I've no. seen tattoos that that are uh, have that, that really sort upset of Matt. illusion <laughs> texture. God. Yeah, cut my throat. It's, <laughs> it's got <laughs> it's re- it's really incredible work, and it's you know of course we're looking at very fresh tattoos, so the colors are still very vivid, and yeah, that, that it's adds like, okay, to the. Uh, you know those illusion. carpets, and they in the picture it looks like it's this vortex. With oh this yeah, hole. yeah. No, it doesn't look like that in person. No, <laughs> it's it's the illusion. It's the the, right. the photo makes it, it looks look great really in great. the photo. But there are uh, amazing tattoos that have exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you also, and uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of your backyard. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ivica has turned her backyard into like an old Wild West town. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, so cool. Is that near completion? What is completion? Right. Will it ever be near <laughs> completion? What is completion? Or just um, always actually, thinking of things actually, to add it, to it? it kind of is. Um, yeah, I do most of my work on, you know, expansion this time of year. So by the time summer comes around, I can rent it out. So I've, I've put up a couple new facades and got a hot tub back there. And yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping that completion for this year will happen within the next couple months. Okay. What are the new touches? What's the newest additions? Well, we put in a sheriff station <laughs> and, a, and a city hall and a bathhouse. That's where uh, the hot tub is under the bathhouse. Oh, oh nice. good. Um, and um, yeah, those are the the main. Because you, you you can rent things out in Vegas. You can rent your pool out. Yes, it's an app called Swimply, and it's very similar to Airbnb, where you go on and put everything that you're looking for, and um, kind of shows you the map of and location of where the places are at and the pricing. And the way I have mine set up is, um, you know, because it's very niche and there's nothing else like it in wow. Las Vegas. Right. I have it set up to where you know all the add-ons that you can hire circus performers, you can hire a, a, a Wild West bartender, uh, you know. A, a hooker, I guess, because oh, there's a brothel. Awesome. <laughs> and you're in Vegas. No, I don't have that. Um, <laughs> it's hard to check that box on check that Swimply. Box. Or security, if you know people want like some added security. Um, so, I, so, yeah, because I guess the nightmare of a Swimply for some people might be that people might turn to a crazy party. That's not a fear for you. No, because I'm the one that's already having those crazy parties. <laughs> so right. I would like to facilitate that for people who kind of want to let go. You know, when you're when people are like shopping around for, you know, maybe like an Airbnb and it's like no parties, no none of this and I'm right. like bring it on. And I even say clothing optional. If you want to have an orgy in my backyard, I actually don't care. Like I'll, I'll close my What if my I blinds. want to but no one else wants to join me? What if I <laughs> Just in the sheriff's station. I really like to have an orgy. There Uh, are. uh, What do you do when you have a client just crying in your pool, going, "I thought there'd be an orgy." The rates go up, is what happens. (laughs) (laughs) There's a price for everything. Parties are fine. Crying, none. (laughs) That sounds awesome. So I take it you're like a Disney Imagineer fan as well. That kind of vibe. What's funny that you just said that is the people that I bought the house from were huge Disney fans. Yeah. And the wallpaper in my bedroom was the same wallpaper from the Haunted Mansion yeah. oh, wow. that they yeah. got permission 
from Disney to get it like printed. And they wow. had all these like crazy Disney artifacts in the house because they still lived there when I went to look at the house. Right, yeah. right, right. And I was like, this is so weird. I want to live here. I'm surprised they didn't take the wallpaper with them when they left. I know, right? I, I, I tore it down because it was it wasn't like, for you. It wasn't I for think me. Disney sells that now. I think they, I think might. they just do it. They might. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, the, and so, and then in my backyard, before I put the Wild West facades up, the fence was painted from the same flower pattern from It's a Small World. Oh, it's like that, like Bavarian That's sort crazy. of look. That's a deep cut. Um, yeah, that wore out quickly. I yeah, like, I would bet. Gotta go. <laughs> I was no, say. That'd be, that'd be, <laughs> no. Now I'm not a Disney head per se. I mean, I'm a I'm an animation guy, but I'm more about I love animatronics. Like I'm a mm. big showbiz pizza and Chuck E. Cheese. I love my vibrator fanatic. too. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. all that. Paul's vibrator is called Chuck E. Cheese. No, no, it's called wow. Fats. He's called Fats. Thank you very much. It's the, it's, it's the leader of the Rock of Fire Explosion, not the Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> bullshit band. I want to get off with the Rock of Fire Explosion. I'm no idiot. That's right. Yeah, you want, you want your own Rock of Fire. Explosion. That's right. Every if it guarantee Rock of Fire Explosion guaranteed. <laughs> I'll tell you who else uh, oh, gets yeah. off on a good rock and fire explosion, and that is the following sponsor. Today's show, Matt and Madley's Ice Cream Social, is brought to you by uh, Need Something Done? Call a toddler to do it for you today. Our motto is, I can do it myself. <laughs> Submitted by Soli Dio Scupia. I paint your house $5. Just a pot I can reach. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, I need your ladder to help you. No ladders. No ladders. Just a pot I can reach. Okay. okay. Uh, I, you I want it green? I, can, uh, I have green paint. <laughs> no. Uh, green was like Too grass. bad. Only cover I have is green. <laughs> All right. Just what I'll I can reach. A, I'll let you paint a dog house. How's that? Fair. Can I pet that dog? Yeah, but not with a paintbrush, please. Oh, I would go color green dog. I'm calling him green dog. <laughs> All right. Do you have parents? No. I paint them in the house. <laughs> so they're alive? I painted still? them. I painted them into the bed. They can't get out. There you are. I, I've been looking all over the neighborhood for you. Oh, you no. painted me green. It's my mom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my green mom. I am just trying... Is my child bothering you? I'm sorry. Yeah, you're entirely green. Do you understand that? Yes. Uh, no, my, my, my child painted. I was asleep. I was, I was taking a nap, and my child painted me green. Uh, I, I guess they thought it was going to keep me in the bed somehow. Okay. I, my, my kid's an idiot. Well, what do you think? Know. I did a pretty good job on a painting, right? Pretty even? You really did. Right? You're, you're you, I Thank you. <laughs> just what I did can you just hire my... Yeah, fine. Enter <laughs> Hey Scoops and check out. <laughs> Um, so you at one point were in opium. I was. How did that come about? Um, going back to the, the booby trap show, Scott Neary's booby trap, uh, Gypsy mm -hmm. saw me perform there oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. and contacted me shortly after. And she said, I've been looking for someone to be a swing for me, but I just haven't found anyone that kind of like fits this. Who's willing to, you know, do my act on stage. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we went out for lunch and, you know, kind of talked about it and, she said, I don't know, not verbatim, but it was something like, so, you know, I proposed the idea of you being my swing, but they had some concerns. 
Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. I'm well, like, let me know what those concerns Gypsy are. Gypsy Warrior, who someone we, I would love to actually get in here. Yeah, yeah we well. ought to. Yeah. We love Definitely Gypsy. get Gypsy. Uh, she amazing. is an amazing uh, lunatic. Yes. And, totally. Uh, so I imagine her coming to the to the bosses with anything like, don't worry, I figured it out. I figured it out. <laughs> Might have been like, oh, hold on. Hold up, hold up. So they were, one of the things they were concerned about was my tattoos. Okay. Um, and And the other one was, I believe the word was abrasive personality aggressive personality <laughs> mm-hmm. so the, so gypsy's act to, just to get this down is basically gypsy tries to spin plates unsuccessfully <laughs> the best well, i was going to ask no, no, which, no, no. which, which gypsy act are you doing this oh, was bubblegum bubble this is pre oh i love that act it was bubblegum oh that it was a great act that i you know covid ruined yeah yeah oh they were also um worried about my big tits cuz they were they were too <laughs> oh. big they said that they were too big and i was like no. Wow. That's a weird meeting where you have to say those things out loud. Yeah. You know, guys want that. Guys tits. want that. Yeah, I can't. Your dick's too big. Oh, that's okay. Right. <laughs> Why, another, thank you. Another one bites the dust. <laughs> yeah. I'll just walk out here with my full self esteem. <laughs> one of these days I'm going to nail an audition. <laughs> yeah, so Gypsy would uh, come out chewing gum mm-hmm. uh, and get two guys up on stage. She would always hunt for the worst dressed guys. That was spent money on a on a ticket. Yep. She would find guys in Crocs and shorts all the time, preferably a little pudgy. Yeah, and they would get into like a do as I do routine, where she, and then eventually she'd take her shirt off. They would take their shirts off. Then she'd pull the gum out of her mouth, stretch it, and they would make both guys skip it like rope. And she would jump over uh, bubble gum and skip rope. Yeah, I fucking loved that act. It was a so good act. Much. I mean, it is a good act. I just, guess, I guess just, everything yeah. is still everything's still there. Everything's still there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But just just watching pudgy dudes embarrassingly shirtless skipping gum rope. Because uh, when you have when you're a, when best. you're a pudgy guy from uh, I don't know Milwaukee yeah. and you're you're in Vegas for a vacation uh, and you're on stage, you've been brought up on stage by a woman who is screaming at you like a lunatic, and she takes her shirt off and then yells at you to take your shirt off. You don't have other options. No. <laughs> no. The options are just gone. Like, you have to do it. Yeah, and you're not happy sit down and get it. booed. That's it. That right. gypsy scream is the one thing that I was like, I cannot do this. This is uniquely you, and I sound ridiculous yeah. trying to scream like that. It's when, just not happening. Uh, before Gypsy spoke to you about it, when they were looking for subs for it, they spoke to SJ. They spoke to my wife about subbing in for it, and SJ skipped all of those other things that Matt just said and went straight to the scream and was like, I can't do that scream. I can't do it. She would scream like three or four times a show very loudly. It's shrilling. Yeah. Oh, and yet it, tolerable. Yet like also like okay for the show, which I think is tough. I, I don't know. I've gone to the show with a couple of people. They're like, but that scream. Oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess for me. I, I, I think it depends think on how great. close to where you are when it happens. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's it's true. effective. Let's just say it's, it's effective. highly effective. It gets the job done. Uh, but then, uh, so... so you're like, I'll get rid of the tattoos. I'll shrink my tits. I'll come out yeah. Yeah. Abrasive. No, there's no compromise with those things. Right. I mean, it's a package deal. Right. Yeah. So how did like, that's such a strange, that's a, that's a weird meeting, but it, you, but you still got to do it then. I still got to do it. Yeah. And then, um, at the time that I came in to learn Gypsy's role, they were over at atomic, yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, getting that show ready to, ready to open. And, um, a couple weeks before Atomic opened, Julie messaged me and, and said, hey, we had one of our – the audience, the houseplant was injured. And we need you to come in quickly and learn this role. And so I went over there and learned that role uh, right. for the opening of Atomic as well. 
That mm. one, the tattoos don't hurt your your deal. No, because I was just a drunk chick in the audience, so I looked. <laughs> I, that, I was made for that that yeah. role. <laughs> Finally, a role I was born Finally, for. The role, but it was very difficult, honestly, learning that that role because my job is to interrupt the show and be the person that everybody hates and it goes against everything that I know as an entertainer. Yeah. And there would be times in the show I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to walk over the pew. I have to go through the stage. I don't want to do this. I don't want to be hated. I want you to right. love me. Yeah. Um, it, was a neat, it was a neat role. It's not It's not the same in the show anymore so we're not spoiling anything but it was, you really do watch this person. The person does naturally catch your attention, mm-hmm. kind of interrupt the show in a re- rude way a couple of times by, 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 it's by definitely being a mess. annoying. Mm-hmm. And then eventually starts a giant bar brawl to end the show. Yes. Yeah. It was a really neat role. Yeah. Um, that must have been a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And I just got to sit there and watch the show and pretend to be drunk. No. <laughs> which I'm really good at, by the Pretty way, as, a, as someone who doesn't drink anymore. Right. I can play a drunk chick. You still have enough like, sense memory to bring it all back. Business, man. It's just like it clicks. I'm like, here I go. That's a, sitting and watching it every night, I feel like that's where it would really fall off for me. I, I can't sit and watch the same thing over and over again with, with that uh, convincing look on my face of, like, I am interested in this. Well, I, I don't know. But I you're really, good at that, huh? I really loved it. Yeah. yeah. I really loved it. I was a plant on a Halloween show, and, boy, I did not. It was so hard. Yeah. I really didn't enjoy it. It's so hard to act like you're not acting over and over and over again. What was your what was your role that what was your character? What I had to go doing? through. Just, I was just a regular person, but by themselves, which was a little hard to do. Yeah. By themselves in a Halloween tour. It was at the Stratosphere. Mm-hmm. And then I would volunteer for the last trick, and I got my head cut off in a, a guillotine. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it looked really good. Yeah. Uh, Tim Clothier, who's now a very famous designer for both Magic and just big productions, at the time was just uh, getting a shop going and so put some really cool effects into this really tiny Halloween show at the Strat. So it was a really good production value. Um, and, uh, yeah. Uh, one, it was just hard to figure out how to like not you want to be noticed so that when oh i know i remember that guy and now he's going to get his head cut off so you want to know that you've been there the whole time so you have to right. just find a way to be noticed then you're also the kind of guy who'd go through a halloween thing by yourself <laughs> kind of hard to right. figure that yep. out kind of thing and then i uh, after the first night it was like you know six tours a night kind of thing I legit had crazy fucking nightmares uh guillotines <laughs> oh my god like getting your head chopped off six times like was really psychologically fucking with me for the first night. Oh, and wow. I was like, I hope this doesn't keep happening. I'm having horrible nightmares. And then it was it was fine for the rest of the season. Yeah, I did it for like it was like a three week gig gotcha. or whatever. Funny. The, the hardest uh, at, at Atomic was when it was opening night for the entire cast of Spiegel World. Uh huh. Right. And I was like, Oh my gosh, these people know I'm a performer. Oh, I have to right. fool these guys. Yeah, yeah. And. Minus a couple people who after the show were like, I knew, I knew you were. You, you oh, were but taken. you got them. I, I got them, most nice. of them. And I was, that was probably my greatest like, She'll never get hired. She's drunk at no, the show. She's what, that's Gypsy, the thing. Yeah. That's what Gypsy said to me. She goes, when I was watching this, I was like, she was like, I can't do an Australian accent, but like, oh, Vizia's never going to work the Spiegel World again. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that also kind of telling that the Spiegel performers have seen so much Vegas debauched, inappropriate show behavior that they're like, we just assume yeah, that's it. This is what's happening at this yeah. at this exclusive showing of for we yep. got somebody who doesn't know how to behave. 
Like I was like, sitting next to Matt and Valentina, you know the skaters. Yeah, the skaters. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were horrified. <laughs> they didn't even look at me. Amazing. They were so embarrassed. I would be so weak in that moment. I'd feel the need to like wink at them or no. something to like. But you, no, no, nope. like, there's no disclosure because I was there. I was at that performance. Yeah, and I mean, I I knew that you were a plant. I knew I knew the 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 gig the going in. Of the show, yeah. Everyone around me was just concerned for you. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone around me. They were like, oh, this is this is bad. This is, this is, this is really... Like, you had them all. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when you go off, like, you, uh, I guess... Did you grow up in the Portland area? I did. Okay. So, uh, Sinferno is yes. the legendary cool-ass performance pl- spot that you hit up. Um, do you decide... I imagine you have a lot of freedom there. Mm-hmm. Do you decide ahead of time how many acts you're going to bring out there? Do you get inspired to try new things there? How, how does it, when you're going to do a, a, uh, a weekend there or, or, or whatever you do there, how do you decide what you're going to do? Well, um, the great thing about that show is I can do whatever the fuck That's what I, I want. Right. I figured that was the case. Like, there's no limit. Um, and I'm really good friends with the owner, so I'm not getting fired. <laughs> and I've done some, I've done some stuff, let's just say. Um, so, um. I mean, if you want to tell one of those stories, Yeah, I mean, you, don't leave us hanging. Give, give, us, give us an example. Give us an example of something you did. Well, did I've done worse things at other places. Okay. Let's just say that. Um, but since. <laughs> that doesn't help at all. <laughs> it doesn't help at all. I know. Quit, let's just say things. Just, just say Let's just yeah. say that. But. So, I know how to bury a body, but Sinferno, moving on. Sinferno Cabaret has been around for over 20 years. Yeah. And. I've, and I've worked there for um, just about 20 years, actually. Yeah. And when I moved to Las Vegas uh, a little over six years ago, I took over the booking yeah. for the, the show. So I still book the entertainment over there. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I can do whatever so you the fuck I whatever, want. You can really do whatever <laughs> yeah. the fuck you want. Yeah. So you're in charge of firing you. That's the problem. Yes. Yes. And I always <laughs> give myself, like, prime placements like and the, the lineup. Yeah. And then when I'm, you know, and I'm like, oh, I want to work with these people on the night that I'm there. So, you know, I take some liberties for sure. But the great thing it's about all learned, all learned. Yeah, thank you. The great thing about Portland, though, and having a place like Sinferno Cabaret and Devil's Point, which was the first strip club that I got booked at um, to do performances, is that these are two places where I had absolute freedom to do whatever I wanted on stage, and that is so valuable for an entertainer that is just kind of up and coming and trying to explore who they right. are. Yeah, yeah. Because when you um, well, also there's, have, there's humor to your stuff. Well, the funny thing about that is I actually had this thought last week and was kind of this inner dialogue of like, why am I the way I am on stage? Like, what, how did I, how did I become the performer that I am? Yeah. And the humor is because I'm so goddamn uncomfortable. Right. Being on stage that to me, I'm like, make them laugh, make them laugh, (laughs) is like my way of coping with my insecurity. Yeah. Okay. And so that... That well, at least that's what I came. I mean, up the with. fascinating part of that is, I mean, you must be the first, if not one of the early people who uh, really took their insecurities and uncomfortableness <laughs> and trans- translated that into comedy on stage. Right? Because I mean, most comedians are we're we're very well rounded people. You know, yeah, like <laughs> we're fine. Like when I'm stripping, right? Like there are times, most of the time, I really don't want people to look at me naked. So what do I do? I spread my legs and then I take my fingers and I grab my labia and I sing little songs to them. Right. (laughs) 
And as you do, it is that's, so and that company makes it something you use now everywhere, right? You're comfortable in an airport, you can make your labia sing, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I do in the airport. Have you ever seen the movie Chatterbox? <laughs> it's just about no. To is say. it like Chatterbait? There is no, a movie out there. It's, it's an old movie. <laughs> And it is, it's awful. It's terrible. But it's all about a woman who one day wakes up and her vagina can talk and sing. I need this movie yes. in my life. You need to see Chatterbox. I mean, you really do. When I say it's bad, I mean it's poorly made. Like there are seven or eight times during the movie where the boom mic just comes down into the shot. But it's and amazing. Goes yeah. It's also it's, got it's Rip incredible. Taylor in it. Like, yes. forget about it. This movie is something else. And Paul, I know you're stuck in Pittsburgh. The three of us are in the, this shitty movie night thread. Right. This sounds like a perfect shitty movie night. Oh, you've got to see it. You've got to see it. Yes. You've got to yeah, see it. The three uh, of us, I, mean, yes, I, I have yes. it on DVD. <laughs> the three of us. You're one of the three of us. <laughs> I'm one of the three. Uh, there's four. But yeah, yeah, anyway. I bought you're it on the DVD. Three in the room. It is occasionally available for free on Amazon. Uh, yeah. it's, it's up there for purchase I, most of the time. I feel like, based on what you're saying, I cannot watch this alone. I have to have some companionship. Certainly. Oh, you definitely Certainly. will yeah. enjoy okay. it much more yeah, with no, other people. Yes, It's a group It's a group watch. Yep. Ooh, a group one. All yeah. right. <laughs> it's something else. I like the sound of that. In the pool. Yeah. The- <laughs> Matt's over there crying. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so, oh, yeah, yeah. But So you can do whatever you want. You find your, you kinda, do you feel like you found like a comedic voice in what you do? If you knew me as a kid, you would um, see the – and this is the way I kind of explain what I do on stage. M- who I am, Evizia Dakini and, you know, Jamie, who I am in my muggle life. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Dun, Exclusive. Dun, dun. Breaking be $20. news. $20. <laughs> yes, my <laughs> name is Jamie, uh, for those of you who don't know. So Jamie and Evizia are the same person. Evizia is an exaggerated version of who I am. Right. So – Oftentimes in you know in my in my normal life, I am just a complete idiot. And so having a stage to, you know, have this like avenue, this outlet to do all the weird things that are in my head, it's the same, it's the same me. Like in the school, were you like a funny person or a shy person? Funny. Okay. Mm-hmm. Outgoing? Yes. Okay. Kick, kicked out of classes? No. I'm okay. obedient. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I, I don't like, you know, when people were skipping school, I was like, I skipped school one day and I was like, this is boring what do you i was because i was like what do you guys do and they're like we go to the 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 stream and we smoke cigarettes and i'm like cool and then i was like down there and i'm like we got 45 more minutes of this yeah (laughs) look it's the stream it's a stream look at us go yeah and oh and then we'd get stoned and have to go back to class and i was like this sucks yeah i was even even on my Smokiest of days, even in my most iry of days. Yeah. <laughs> work, getting through work high was the dumbest thing ever. Getting oh, yeah. High at work just so sucked. It made time go so slow. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm never doing, I'm never doing this. <laughs> yeah, this was only recreational. Even when I was smoking like every fucking day, it was never when I was bartending. Nothing made a shift go slower than being high. Yeah. Oh, hated it. Yeah. When I'm high, like I start noticing everything. It, it, like, yeah. No. I don't care about it as much, but I do. I notice it more. Yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, it, everything slows down. Yeah, because when you're bartending, I can't just put on my uh, headphones and listen to whatever music. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be would be a nice image for me to come and do that. That'd be fun. Um, so uh, we are doing Scoop Fest, uh, and we have a variety show. 
You know I love the Jesus Act. Are you willing to perform the Jesus Act at Scoop Fest? I am 100% willing to do it. Yes. Yes. Do you want the long version or the short version? Long. Long, long version. Yeah, we yes. want, we're, we're a long version kind okay. of crew. And am I allowed to put my toes in people's mouth? Yes. Encouraged. Encouraged. Yeah. Great. Yeah. That, I mean, the, some of the listeners... Are, the list is other ones going, so we, we're going to find out quickly who is trying to sit in the front row and who's not trying yeah, to sit in the front row. I, I right think now. you just sold probably four more tickets to Scoop Fest for us. <laughs> Great. Yeah. And um, for those of you listening, if you're in the front row, that is called consent. In the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it. It's just uh, correct. It's going to be weird when the three of us are fighting to sit in the front row, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I got plenty of toes to Bring in my own chair. <laughs> I'm so thrilled. I've been uh, for uh, I didn't know you as well for the last Scoop Fest, and I've been dying to get you to do that act after Scoop Fest. There's nothing more perfect, I think, for our listeners. Absolutely, that so, oh, yeah. Like, it sounds just gonna, no, it's gonna kill. Grade. Oh, uh, the fucking pool thing. Uh, do you do you not do your neighbors give a shit? I don't care. No, okay. I do care. <laughs> <laughs> you're not in an HOA control like, zone. You're like I you're so it. empathic, and I'm no. like, yeah, and I'm like, no, yes, um, I do. Um, I, I I monitor. You know, we like we're loud during the day when we have like a rager party. I understand that because Swimply is like like in my like neighborhood nosy neighbor board or whatever the little app. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's people bitching about their neighbors renting out their swimming pools. Is like one of the things that pops up. In the so summertime. I do the after ten p.m. Then the the noise goes down. And, yeah. You know, mm. I, I I do want to respect my neighbors. I yeah. I live there. They're going to continue like living to next to you. That I can borrow a cup of sugar. Right. Yeah. But you, you're bake. not you're not subject to an HOA situation. <laughs> I though, don't right? bake. Oh my gosh, Matt! What's the, what's the throwing sugar me for? under the bus? No, I cook a lot, but I'm not a baker. All right, <laughs> or a candlestick maker. Mm. All right, mm. shit. Who am I going to get my candles from then? Oh, um, do you want to stick around while we do uh, some some listener mail? Yeah, mail is in mail review. Yes, we're going to bring I mean, them we're in. Gonna, we're going to review them. Bring as well. in, bring in our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you. Also, is going to watch our listeners uh, strip. And that's the following sponsor. <laughs> Today's show, Matt and Madeline's Ice Cream Social, is brought to you by Cave People Dance Class on New Age VHS from New Hampshire Caveman. That's Caveman Dance Classes on New Age VHS. Unga, unga, move to left. Unga, unga, move to right. Unga, 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 up, down, up, down. You want move like me, huh? Oh, yeah. You want fa- You want best move? Yeah, hey, yeah. You want woman follow you cave? <laughs> Always. Okay. Then do dance of what I do. Okay. Move two left, two left, right, right, right. Uh, okay. Oh, you oh. miss up. Oh, shoot. Left? You have two left feet. Oh, no. Uh, watch again. Me show you. Keep watching me, Caveman Video, on New Wave VHS. Recorded okay. back in time. <laughs> time traveler oh. make video. Wow. Yeah, time traveler come visit us and only thing him want dance video. <laughs> Strange request, but we do. Seems like a waste of time. Not for him. He make lots of money on this. I don't know what money is, but he make a lot. Enter Hayes scripts to check out. Let's do some scoop mail. <laughs> message for you, son. We got one from South Jersey. Scoop, hey, you fabulous face fuckers. I thought I'd write in with a stupid game we came uh, came up with at work. I work in a guitar factory in Pennsylvania on second shift, which means the atmosphere is a bit more relaxed. We do our work, but we can fuck around a bit more. There used to be six of us in my area of the factory, and we would joke about the names of bands and things. One day we came up, uh, or one day... 
somehow the name Mario Speedwagon came up. <laughs> That's a great name. Yep. Mario Speedwagon. That is a great name. I like that. And we were trying to find a matching band name with Luigi, but nothing was really fitting right in. And so we pivoted to a new co-worker whose name is Jeff. And so Jeff Leopard came to be. Jeff Leopard turned into Motor Jeff and Mega Jeff, and then Jeff Rotol. I like Jeff Rotol. This is all. You guys are great at this. Yeah. Uh, we came up with about two pages worth of band names. The rules are simple. You must replace a part of the band name with Jeff or Jeffrey. You cannot use an artist's name and replace uh, the name with Jeff. Uh, but if it's a name in the band, uh, that is kosher. Ex- example, uh, Bill Jeff is a no-go, but Bella Jeff and the Jeff Tones is good. <laughs> what, what about Jeff Rotol? Dish- they already used Jeff Rotol. That was one of their lists. Okay. Yep. Uh, so that one's good. We also had additional rules for trying too hard and uh, shoehorning names in, but try it yourselves and th- see if you can think of a good one. I'll try to rustle up the paper that we had with all the names written down, fucking you all in the face repeatedly to the smooth tones of boys to Jeff and five finger Jeff punch. <laughs> Shit, that was mine. I already had five finger Jeff punch. AC Jeffsy. Oh, there it is. Uh, Alex, aka that's South Jersey Scoop. Mega Thanks. Jeff. They said Mega Jeff. Oh, they Mega Jeff. Mega is good. Jeff. Yeah. Mega Jeff. Yep. Yeah. Uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that's, a, that's that's a technical. That's a kind of right itself. Yeah. That, that's a <laughs> uh, the Jefftations. Jeff, let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, the Jeffrey uh, Boys instead of the Jersey Boys. They already that's came up with really so called. many good ones. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there's not much room. Yeah, it's no. a tough one. M- MC Jeff Jefferson yeah. Airplane. Jefferson Air Jeff Jefferson Starship (laughs) Then just Starship Then just Starship Led Jefflin Led Jefflin Jefflin is solid That's a good one Jefflin is good Jeff Leopard Yeah They they got Jeff Leopard Damn it Yep I'm on original Mm -hmm. Bon Jeffy Mm -hmm. The B-50 Jeffs Oh yeah Mm -hmm. Jeff 52s it's so hard to figure out where Jeff goes best. Yeah, it Jeff is. Springsteen. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen and the Jeff Street Band is pretty good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Simply oh, let's see. Jeff. We got one. Oh, we got one from WB, and it's about urine sterility. Oh boy, Thank here goodness. we go. This is the, this yeah. is what we need. Mm-hmm. On the we pod. can shut this down. This we can finally... I have a lot to say here. <laughs> <laughs> I sincerely thought you might. <laughs> Uh, this came up a couple of weeks ago on, on our show. Uh, you and steril- urine sterility. I am a lab professional and spent 10 years specifically in the urinalysis uh, lab looking at concentrated urine specimens, primarily male. It was at a VA hospital. The Under- Beastie Jeffs. Oh, that's good. Okay. Keep going. Uh, it was a VA hospital, uh, so looking at human urine under the microscope. Human urine is normally sterile until it reaches the end of the urethra. In other words, your pee hole. Uh, in people with a penis, there is very little ca- uh, contamination by skin cells to pick up bacteria as urine exits the body. Under the microscope, healthy concentrated male urine generally has almost no bacteria and very few cells. Nathaniel you- Rateliff and the Night Jeffs. <laughs> Most Jeff. <laughs> For the win. <laughs> Most Jeff is great. <laughs> 
Uh, you probably get a bigger dose of someone's germs and cells by drinking out of the same beverage container as drinking fresh male urine. In people with a vagina, the urine picks up a lot of skin cells and bacteria from the vulva since the pee hole is located adjacent to the vaginal opening. The HF brothers. Oh, okay. It's pretty good. Uh, it is immediately recognizable under the microscope that it is from a person with a vagina. I place my professional credentials and 10 plus years of experience on this first-hand testimony. I am a certified laboratory scientist, that's CAP, and registered medical uh, technologist, that's an ASCP. I have no problem with people of any sex peeing in the shower. If you pee in the sink, though, do wash it down, not because of the bacteria in particular, but because urine does have a scent and a color, and that shit will build up. That's WB. Yeah, we had someone really write in as an advocate for peeing in the sink, and uh, I don't. I did. We did not get a lot of letters of support on that. No, no. I in fact, uh, we've gotten a few that just say like that person's an asshole. <laughs> okay. Does it really help with athletes' feet and fungus, or is that a myth? That I is because that sounds myth, like something. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Dude, but I like, remember. Uh, I remember Madonna standing on that soapbox for a long time. About athlete's foot? About peeing on peeing in the peeing. in the shower to make sure you got on your feet to keep fungal infections down. I mean, raise your hand if you do not pee in the shower. Nobody. No. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I only pee in the shower. Why do we still have athletes' feet? Yeah, right? <laughs> Who knows? I pee science. on my feet That's science. all the time. That's science. I don't know. So interestingly in, The Japanese. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. In in ninety six, um, it was at this rainbow gathering, and they had this huge sign that said "Urine Nation." And oh. I never went to the camp because I didn't want to. But um, they were a group of people who were like pro urine, you know, drinking it. Right. So it, um, what does it do? It, it like detoxes, detoxes, or something. but it's it's good for your immune system or something. What is that? Anyway. I- so, I, 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 yeah, so what you just that. said really debunks a lot of it. You know, the sterilization, right. if it's not sterile. I mean, I get it. You can survive off of it. And I, for one, would ha- would drink my own urine and have drank other people's urine on accident. Okay. <laughs> what? So, slow down. Slow down. Why did that happen? Um, and what was the accident? We were on a road trip. What was the accident? We were on a road trip. Okay. And um, my ex was like pissing in a jug uh, the whole time. Um, and it was nighttime. We were camping out and I just grabbed the wrong jug. That'll oh, happen. And I no. was so thirsty I, and I was stoned and I took it. It was like glug, glug, oh, glug. No! Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm not oh, happy no. with that. Yeah, it did. Oh. And it was so far down. There was no like, there was no heaving it up. Right, I, right, I, right. I, I had to surrender. To the fact that it was um, Jeffs well, of the Stone Age. In the- <laughs> Jeffs of the Stone Age. I'm with that. Queens of the Stone, Jeff. Oh um, yeah. But like, uh, I guess it's also it's it's like neither, right? It's neither like amazing for you, and I guess as as you're living proof, not a crazy. You didn't poison yourself either. No, and I was in love with him, so I think that that like made it better. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I was like, well, this is somebody that I'm intimate with. Right, you know, so let's go all the way. I've got these germs. The, yeah. the, the germs are already there. And yeah. then, but what what I said? Not, hey, babe, it's your turn now. It's not, it <laughs> Shove the not, funnel in his mouth. Turn about his Yeah. No, I never said that to him. <laughs> but there was one night. But he should have offered. There was right. one that night pig. where I woke Be a up. Gentlemen, I did wake up in the middle of the night, and he was pissing on my back. <laughs> Whoa! Because he had. So I told you I had a lot to say here. He, he really he hated that bar tattoo. The night before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And and I woke up and he was pissing on my back and I go, Richard, what do you? Oh, I mean, uh, John, Terry, well, Terry, what are you doing? We'll fix it in post. And he we'll goes, oh, I, was, I was having a dream. I was peeing. I go, you were pissing all over my back. Uh, we have talked about this in the show. I, I have had multiple friends who sleep piss mm. most of the time when they were yeah, drunk. Yeah, they're called alcoholics. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we had a uh, regularly and uh, uh, someone wrote in. It was or no, it was a friend of mine. Uh, yep. Basically. He woke up and peed on her, ruined her stereo. Ruined her stereo. Oh, no. And she, he was hot enough that she gave him a second chance. That's pretty hot. But that did not end yeah. the relationship. And the second time he sleep peed on her stereo, a new stereo, uh, that was the deal breaker. Ah. Like, All right, yeah. I, if you're going to keep damaging my Pee stuff, on me once, shame on shame. me. <laughs> <laughs> pee on me twice, shame <laughs> on me. Prince and the new power Jefferation. <laughs> oh, the Jeff Pistols. Oh, okay. that's good. Jeff Pistols is good. Yep. Uh, let's see. We got one from Anana Scoop. Uh, salutations. I recently woke up to find that the screen on my phone had died. It was just black and unresponsive, but I could tell it uh, reacted to being rebooted. It was early and I had shit to do. Luckily, I had an old uh, piece of shit phone laying around that actually booted up. It did, however, need a different sized SM car, uh, SIM card than the one that I had, so I needed an, an adapter. I also needed to go uh, turn in my phone for repair, so I jumped in the shower, headed for the bus. While waiting, I realized that while I obviously had no internet without the SIM card, I did have an old episode of Ice Cream Social already downloaded on that phone. Oh. So I put on my headphones, and I started listening to it where I had left off uh, some years before. We did Jeff's and Roses. Oh, Jeff's and Roses is good. Okay, good. No. Jeff Cab for um, Cutie. Oh, the Rolling Jeffs. Did we do the Rolling Jeffs? I don't, I don't think we did, we did the Rolling Jeffs. Oh, the Rolling Jeffs. Yeah. Um, the the Jeffeetles. 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 Or the Jeffertles. Jeffertles. Yeah, the Beatles and the Turtles. I actually got rid of the Jeffeetles by peeing in the shower. That oh was, yeah, that'll do that's it. A good yeah, way yeah. to do it. <laughs> Uh, so I put on my headphones. I started listening to Ice Cream Social right where I'd left off some years before. After my 20-minute bus ride where I shared the bus with mostly junior high and high school children headed for school, I got off near the store where I could get the shit that I needed to get done. Uh, it was then that my earbuds fell out and I realized that I could still hear the podcast. Oh, no. In my exhausted oh, state, God. I hadn't noticed that the old piece of shit phone did play sound in my earbuds, but also through the speaker on the phone. Oh, that's no. not fair. On that's, full volume. That's not fair. Oh, fuck. Did I just put all those kids into an ICS pyramid scheme, I yeah. thought? And then I thought, did I just play a scoop mail about the perils of getting poop on your pee-pee when you put your wee-wee in the chocolate starfish? <laughs> and yes, I did. <laughs> Fucking you in the face. Educational. As yeah. silently as possible. That's a not a scoop. Thank Sorry, you, not a scoop. scoop. You did a good thing. Education comes in all forms. Exactly. All yeah. Teachable yeah. moment. That's right. Teachable moment. Yeah. Parliament Jeffadelic. Oh, I like that. The smashing the smashing Jeffkins. Oh yeah, Jeffkins. That sounds like a sex position. Yeah, yeah. No, we were smashing Jeffkins when my dad walked in. Or right. the Jeffing pumpkins. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Jeffing pumpkins is. Better. That sounds like masturbation. <laughs> it's time for Jock versus Nerd. <laughs> Just a few pumpkins in my life. Ladies and gentlemen, I was a young man once. <laughs> Explosion of Jeffs. 
Guided by we Jeff. got a scooper coming to us today from Guided by Jeff's Monster oh. Raving Looney Scoop. Uh, Fun Preachers, on episode 1062, after Paul knew the answer to a Eurovision-related question, Jacob said that Eurovision was awesome. I agree. I'm a fan of the contest, having attended four times. Moscow, 2009. Oslo, 2010. Malmo, 2013. And Stockholm in 2016. Wow. But how much do you really know about Eurovision? Oh, boy. I created this scooperty to find out. I've written most of the questions so that they're answerable, even if you don't have much Eurovision knowledge. Okay. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I can tell you... Uh, without doing this scooperty, I can tell you that I don't have much knowledge about Eurovision. I don't think any of us do, but hopefully there'll be do you know, other. Do you know clues. anything about Eurovision? Is the basics that it's a thing and there's bands. Great. Okay. I, I believe I believe we're all caught up on oh, the yeah, same we're page all here. Same, yep. yeah. uh, so we have a lifeline in house, Paul. Uh, what do you want to start? Uh, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and try stage gimmicks for 200. Okay. Name the country: attractive milkmaids churning butter, 2014. Hmm. This is what was happening on the stage. I think of this Eurovision? was like on stage. Yeah. Okay. So on stage, and for this person, or for for some act in 2014 from this country, uh, there were attractive milkmaids churning butter. Okay, which country? Holland? Let's try Holland. I would have guessed Switzerland, but let's try uh, Holland. It is Poland. What? Close. Poland. Oh, Polish butter. Yeah. We all know that expression. Sure. Churn to butter. That's uh, the my... guy that after every answer, he's like, oh, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> Like exactly. he knew the whole yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll try winning Especially acts Polish for 200. <laughs> Perhaps the most famous winner of Eurovision was the 1974 winner. This four-member group also wrote a musical that causes at least one scoop to break out crying in a theater. Yeah. That sounds familiar. It does. Yep. Uh, let's see. The four-member group. That's got to oh, be you, Matt. Is, the... Oh, wait. Is it? It's not the B-52s. <laughs> no. It's um. It's got to be ABBA, right? Got to be ABBA. It is. Remember uh, uh, the scoop wrote in about like, uh, wondering if her dad trauma was going to pop up, and all of a sudden the music was about which one of these two oh, guys was my right. dad. And they were like weeping in the theater. Yes. Uh, Matt, you're up. Um, Vita, what category do you like up there? None. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, pretend you have to pick one. Um, Never mind. Number three. I don't number know. three. Stage gimmicks for 400. Name the country. Man in a shiny suit st- uh, topped with a star, 2009. A mechanical device named the Hell Machine, 2009. Sand Artist, 2011. Seven foot eight American man carrying the lead singer, 2013. A man running in a giant hamster wheel, 2014. I don't. What country had all of those things? At different times. A pass. European country. Paul. Um, I'll try Germany. Germany, weirdly, was going to be my that, guess as me well. Me too. Uh, let's see. It's Ukraine. Ukraine. Uh, Ukraine. The Germany of Europe. <laughs> Paul. I'll go with not actually Europe. For 200. After showing the contest on its special broadcasting service, that's the SBS, for over 30 years, this country debuted in Vienna in 2015, over 98 miles from its, or 9,800 miles from its capital. Serbia. All right. Australia. Hmm. 
Australia. Okay, okay. We're getting a lot of globe stuff. This is good. <laughs> yep. so a lot of learnings here. Geography. Uh, let's see. It's, uh, I'll try host cities for 200. The 2023 host city in the UK was the birthplace of one of the most famous and successful musical groups of all time. Only two members of that group survived today, but they recently released a new song. Uh, that is the B-52s. That's got to be Liverpool. I want to hold your hand. I want to hold your hand. It's Liverpool. Matt. Paperback. Rider. <laughs> um, I'll do best cities for 400. The dirty uh, story cities? of a dirty oh, yeah, man. Yeah, whatever that says over there. This city, home of the Little Mermaid and the Tivoli Gardens, was host has hosted Eurovision twice. The first time in 2001, a roof was built over a large arena. The second time in 2014, the event was held in an abandoned shipbuilding warehouse. Which also was Matt's nickname in seventh grade. I don't... Matt, the abandoned shipbuilding warehouse, Donnelly. Home of the Little Mermaid? I think in the original fairy tale. The brothers... Atlantis? The brothers Grimm said that. uh, (laughs) Atlantis. Eurovision is old. Eurovision, really? (laughs) Had some ancient performers. Lost City of Atlanta. Swedish? Isn't the Little Mermaid originated from Sweden? Could be. Isn't Tivoli in Italy? I don't know. Jacob, I'm going to pass on this one. Paul! Uh... I was I was trying to put together a like as Brothers Grimm fairy tale, right? Little Mermaid is a I believe so. Yeah. And it's she dies in the end. Where did she wash up on shore? Spoiler alert. Please. Where did she wash up on shore <laughs> is what I'm wondering about. Florida. I don't wash up on the shore. It was Florida. Where the people maybe. are Key West. <laughs> Kiss me. I'll say Tripoli. Half my dead body All right. ruined their day. I'll guess Tripoli. Copenhagen. Copenhagen. Oh, Copenhagen. Copenhagen. Yeah, of course, Tivoli. Yeah, that's yeah. Matt. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it the whole time. I should have guessed it. Ball, you're up. Uh, I will try uh, winning acts for 400. The winners of the 2021 contest, uh, contest saying ZTE uh, Buni. On the Rotterdam stage in their native Italian, despite their group being Danish, or their group name being Danish. It's pronounced Zitboner. But are more famous in the U.S. for a Four Seasons cover and garnered a Grammy nomination for Best New Artist. Wow. Uh, Why should we this one? covered a Four Seasons song? I, I believe we've talked about this band on the show. Yeah, yeah. Who's he passed to, me or you? Me. Ah, oh, damn it. I have to pass because I don't know. Of course, I have to remember the name. Uh, Which I didn't last time. Yeah, I've seen him live. Uh, shit. Oh, you might. this might come my way. It might. Um, <laughs> You've seen them live. I have. They opened for the Stones. They did. Um, wow. Shit. I'm living through your stories. Is the only reason why I know about this band is because of you. And they're awesome. Uh, I'll give you hints since it actually is yours to get. Okay. Uh, uh, c- circumcision. <laughs> That should help you. <laughs> Circumcision when you snip off the oh, Je- oh, 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 Jeff and the Moils, the the the, uh, the 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 foreskins, <laughs> the foreskins. It's I got the five the, the five skins. No, right no, it's, it's uh, uh no, no, that got that got it. It's uh monoskin. Yeah, that's it. Yep, which I pronounced manskin, and Paul made fun of me for it. 
Uh, oh, it's me. I'll do host cities for 600. Crash, boom, bang. Baku, the capital of this oil-rich 2012 host nation, built a brand new arena for the Eurovision Song Contest in less than a year. I bet at the cost of zero human lives. Yeah, probably probably uh, very, very uh, cheap in the way of humanity. Uh, Baku is the capital of what country? <laughs> I've been to 36 countries and I have no idea. Okay, okay. Interesting. Oh, wow, that's a lot of countries. Um, I mean, it's going to be like UAE or something. Uh, I, I don't know, though. I'm Pass. Matt. I'm just trying to think of how many countries I've been to. <laughs> I think like probably like five. Oh, yeah? I don't think I've been to a lot. Uh, it's more interesting to me than all these Eurovision questions. <laughs> um, uh, uh, I'll, I'll pass on Paul. this one. Australia? Oh, Paul left. Australia, England. Oh, Az- Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. A-Z-E-R-B-A-I-G-A-J-A-N. Azerbaijan? That's it. Okay. It's close we're going to get today. Yep. Matt, you're up. <laughs> uh, Australia, England, Colombia. Does Scotland count as its own country? Yes. Yep. Nailed yeah. that one. Uh, Canada. Yep. That counts. You can okay. count the United States, too. Oh, yeah. I've been oh, there. Oh, yeah. You've been yeah, there. I've been there. Been to Mexico. Okay. All right. That's seven. What's that? Like 32? Yeah, that's good. I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm close. I'm just right behind the VT. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just Second can't. place. Good. I'm going to France in a couple weeks. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I'll put that one on there. Yep. Um. All right. Wait, have you not been to France before? Never. Oh, interesting. I know, because my Did sister's lived there for like 20 years. Did you know there's a place there mm-hmm. where the naked ladies dance? <laughs> That's and there is a hole in the wall. Don't. I'm bringing my children. What? I can't go to the hole in the wall. Where the men <laughs> and, and children can and see the oh, hole. Oh, If it's for them <laughs> yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. It's for the children. It's for the children. For the children. Uh, Matt, you're up. Uh, give me the fourth category for whatever. Not actually Europe for 400. This three-time winner has been in the news a lot recently for things other than Eurovision. Its northern French and Arabic-speaking neighbor almost competed in 2005. Am I supposed to name? So the three-time winner has been in the news a lot recently for things other than Eurovision, which is good because nobody is ever in the news for things about Eurovision. Well, we're either talking about, I guess, Israel or Ukraine is what I'm guessing okay. is the answer here. Is Northern French and Arabic speaking? So would that be? I don't. I don't know any of these. But I mean, it's got to be Israel I'll or go Gaza. Yeah, it could be Gaza. Uh, it's Israel. Israel. Yay! I've got a point. I yeah, know a thing. Do. Look at me go. I'm on fire. Leapfrog Matt into second place. Look at me go. Actually, he was already in second place. Paul, you're up. Uh, I will try stage gimmicks for 600, please. All right. Name the country. Fictional Lesbians 2003. Olympic gold medalist ice skater Evinji... Evgeny... Evitia Dakini. That's it. Ice skating on a tiny circle of ice 2008. Grandmother's baking bread 2012. Twins with hair braided together that pulls apart on stage 2014. Yikes. Come on, Paul. We were just naming. We were just talking about all those things. Well, fictional lesbians, two thousand three. Was that tattoo? I think uh, that was. So I'm going to go okay. Russia. All right. It is Russia. Wow. Yeah. Good job, Paul. Context I clues. Was... Context clues. 
I was thinking Russia as well, but just because they think lesbians are fictional. No, 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 no. Isn't Russia one of the countries that like like the, the state doesn't, doesn't believe Putin in it? The state like, like doesn't believe that gay people sure, exist. Sure. Yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there are people in the country who believe that. <laughs> I think the I think the head of the state does not. As a uh, see, yeah yeah, as a male in the height of his uh, time as a as a you know a young hetero dude in 2003, tattoo was all the rage, and uh, ah. yeah, their their phony lesbian heat was irresistible. <laughs> I'll do uh, host cities for 800. This country has won so many times that the fourth time they hosted, the host city was a town of around 1,500 people called Mill Street. Every other time it's hosted, it's been in the capital. Mill Street Blues. That's it. <laughs> um, oh, so the country had, had won so many times the fourth time they hosted, it was just in a little place called Mill Street. Um, I don't know. Pass. Matt. That's a pass for me, Jacob. Paul. See, when you make all four categories actually one category, <laughs> it gets tough. It, it gets tough because it's just. We either know it or we don't. So we either know 16 questions or we definitely don't know 16 questions. Paul, it's you know so this many, one? It's won so many times. Not the past. Or you can just name a country. Yeah, no. I, I mean, Ireland. Oh, look at that. Yeah, look at Ireland, it. of course. Mill Street. Uh, Matt, you're doing uh, Winning Axe for 600. The winner of the 1988 contest for Switzerland was actually a French-Canadian who later had one of the most successful shows on the Las Vegas Strip. There are also rumors spread by a Las Vegas podcast that she may appear at a Raiders game. <laughs> I mean, we must be the podcast that you're referring to, yeah, and this. I still don't know who it is. Oh, come oh, on. You got this. No, it's you. Oh, it's me. Oh, it's Celine Dion. Oh! Yeah. She's Swiss? What? No, no, no. Oh, no. Really I, I, understand. Oh, I misunderstood the question. Yes, yeah, Celine Dion. Mm-hmm. Paul. Uh, I'll try winning acts. All right. For 800, no Eurovision quiz would be complete without asking about the first winner of Eurovision. In 1956, Lise Asia won with her song Refrain. Name the country she represented. Asia? Um, not a country. Exactly. Uh, well, we know Ireland won a lot. Did they win the first one? Oh, that's possible. But that sounds, this sounds like Switzerland. All right. Let's try it. it Holy shit. You got that right. Well, Le- Lise Asia, that sounds like a Swiss name. All right. I mean, it Context is, I guess. Clues. I thought it, I thought it, I thought it was clues. an iProduct. Uh, I'll do not actually Europe for 600 Daily Double Oh that's right we have two Daily Doubles left Oh my god (laughs) Two Daily Doubles still All right, for 800 now In 2018 Eurovision was set to make its television debut In this country of over a billion people However during the first semifinal The local broadcaster censored the program Blurring rainbow flags And removing the Albanian and Irish performances Oh my Okay, so places that it would, could be censored. Well, yeah, well, and places where it would people. have over a billion and, and with a billion people. So, like, yeah, North Korea, out. No, yeah. Yeah. get to North Korea. Not even uh, try it there. I mean, I'll tell you what I'm probably going to guess is China. Right? I'd say you're they've right. They've got a lot of people, and they've got television censors. Yeah. And I don't know what they have against Albanians, but... Um, yeah. Or the Irish, for that matter. Uh, maybe it was just the, the specific act or something. Right. It's got to be China. I'm going China. It's China. China. All right, buddy. How you doing now? Oh, 
Ooh, I doubled up. First place, baby. Matt, uh, you got stage gimmicks or not actually Europe. And uh, if you get the daily double, you can take the lead. Um, uh, or I can go to zero, which is more likely to happen. Correct. So uh, <laughs> let's do uh, stage gimmicks. For please. 800. Daily double. There we go. Goodbye, points. It was nice having you. Now it's for a thousand. Name the country. Grandma beating the drum, 2005. Epic sax guy, 2010. A trumpet that makes you my girl, 2012. A house with lots of doors opening to reveal the performers, 2018. And a train from Kriciu to Bucharest, 2022. Where's Bucharest? Uh, It's in Europe. Mm, My guess is Europe, then. Ah, Europe. The country of Europe. Uh, it's the Daily Double, so I have to guess. Yep. I don't even know how to guess. Turkey? Nope. Turkey is my guess. Let's try Turkey. Moldova. Oh, Moldova. The Turkey oh, no, of the trumpet. If only, if only we would have mulled over that answer a little bit longer. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Paul, closing out the category and the game. Not actually Europe for 800. And if he's just Africa. been to 36 countries and none of them rang a bell. <laughs> no, on this not one. a one. Never been there. A North African country competed exactly once in 1980. Name it. Zimbabwe. Sure, let's try it. Morocco. Morocco. Oh, Morocco. Morocco. 1980, Eurovision. That is the game. I win with 1,600. Matt, good news, buddy. What's that? Second place. Look at me go. With zero. And Paul's in third with negative 600. That's from Monster Raving Looney Scoop. Thank you, Monster Raving Looney Scoop. It was a bit tough, but thank you for sending it in. If you uh, want to send in the scooperty. It was tough, but I bet there's a few European scoops that really dug that. Oh, yeah. If you want to send in a scooperty or a Price is Sprite Jock versus Nerd, or you can send in an Obelisk Jock versus Nerd, all those things exist over at HeyScoops.com right there on the homepage. Click a button, make us a scooperty, make us a Price is Sprite, make us an Obelisk, or just send us some scoop mail. You can send the uh, the regular old email, or you can send us some audio scoop mail. Either one, whatever tickles your fancy. All right. I want to thank Avizia for stopping by. Thank you so much. Thank you. Do you want to plug any socials or anything? Nope. I got to pee. And right. and quite honestly, when people hear that, they're like, they don't pay attention. So Got it. I love Fair you. <laughs> Let's just see you at Scoop Fest. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm going to be at Scoop Fest this like mm-hmm. May 10th. It's oh. going to be so much fun. And if you want to see me SJ's-D or him L my V, you can wow. show up. <laughs> yep. Wow. All right. I'm excited now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just wonder who Jay is. Go to Scoop is it Fest. Is it me? It might be me. Yes. Well, if I lose my puppet, then you're filling in. Shit. <laughs> as long as you still work me like a puppet. Yeah, I'm going to stick up my ass and make you talk. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I would talk if you did that. I mean, I would talk a lot. I think everybody would. Go to ScoopFest.com. Pick up your tickets. If you want discounts for those tickets, support us over at uh, PreachingFun.com. Yep. Or if you have ever made gentlemen exit a strip club because of religious reasons, head over to fartsinabag.biz. Farts, 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 farts in a bag.
That's Farts in a Bag. That biz, that along with PreachingFun.com, it takes you over to our Patreon page, where for as little as $2 a month, you can help keep this show on the air. Keep us doing things like bringing our fantastic guests in and doing things like Scoop Fest. We love doing them. We love doing the show. Thank you so much for listening. And I want to thank supporting uh, people as well, uh, people who finally have the guts to ask that Sonic question that's been burning in your brain. <laughs> scoop Bucky, Scoop Chang the Beijing Bugle, Scoop Dave Ill, Scoop Emily, Scoop It Real Good, Scoop Du Jour, Scoop Jesus. We'll see you at Scoop Fest, buddy. <laughs> scoop K, Scoop Lord Tristan, Scoop Me Hard, Scoop Mifa, Scoop Nurse, Scoop of Saltwater, Scoop Skywalker, Scoop T, Scoop of Pussy Saurus. Whoa. That's right. Scoopaholic, Scoopomania, and Scoopa Troopa. The following people all have a full Bart sleeve. Scoop Neon Black, <laughs> Scoop Nick, Scoopometrics, Scoop on Scoopo Hazard, Scoop Trek the Experience, Scoopy and the Beast, Scoopy Doopy Doo, Scoopy Ramon, Scoopy Bartfast, Scoopy Scoopy Jess Jess, Scott A, Scott Andrews, Scott Ashlock, Scott Burrell, Scott Moldering, Scott Schofield, Scott Swinford, and Scuba Scoop. The following people, they don't do the talking labia thing, but they do do the talking butt thing from Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Mm. That's Scoop Paul's Drag Race, Scoop Mids, Scoop Aluga, Scooperintendent, Scooper Nova Girl, Scoop Gar, and the Jizz Whalers. Uh, <laughs> Scoopia Loren, uh, Scoopiter Ascending, Scoop JD, Scoop Kata, Scoop Knack Paddywhack, and Scoop Lock Kisa. Thanks and so much. The following people have all built a facade of an old West town in their backyards. Sean Kellner, Sean Sullivan, Jonathan P., C. Baskin Robbins, S.F., Sean, Shoeless Scoop, Shut Up, I Love You, Silver Fist Scoop, Six Foot Scoop, Scully Wally Scoop, Slightly Slutty Scoop, Slurpy Kaye, Motherfucker. And the following scoops all have great stories to tell. Let's just say that they're awesome. So that's Smitty Scoop, Smokehouse Scoop, Solar Powered Scoop, Soundman Scoop, Spotlight Scoop, Spring Loaded Scoop, Stab and Dash Scoop, Stacey Coleman's, Steets, Steets Magritte's, Stephanie Young, Stephen Clively, Stephen Landon, Stephen Scott, Stuart Wilson, Strange Uncle's Podcast, Strap a Chicken on Scoop, Sugar Rush Socio, Super Geek 13579, Swedish Scoop, Take It Eevee Podcast Scoop, Tamara Hamilton, Technical Scoopport, Temporary Reality Pierce, Turn the Page, Test Scoop, That Thing in the Attic, The Bad Humor Man, The Cincy Scoop, The Curse of Mac Tonight's Tomb, The Damsels of Dorkington, and The Devil's Lettuce Scoop. Thank you all so much. Thank you all so much. Uh, please uh, stay safe out there. We love you, and we'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. The Butthole Jeffs. I just got a new shirt to dance and it says, ask me about my butthole. <laughs> I have a shirt that says, ask me about my butthole. You know what? You're never going to win it. Who wore it first? No, no. You're <laughs> never going to win it first. I do honestly have that shirt. Though. Do you? Yeah. Let's it, has together. A, it has aliens. We're pretty fun. Yeah, aliens <laughs> are like beaming up a guy that just says, ask me about my butthole. Yeah. Yeah. You mine, still look better at it than mine's, I do. Mine's pink. Nice. <laughs> Your butthole or the shirt? Yes. Both. Okay. <laughs> See ya!